welcome to New School, New You, a podcast dedicated towards exploring what it means to be a transfer student and how to navigate this unique pathway. My name is Hallie. And I'm a junior studying psychology and biology. And my name is Jeremy. And I'm a sophomore majoring in biology and minoring in chemistry. Today, we will be discussing the culture of college and how it can affect students of all backgrounds, especially transfer students. Each college has its own culture. There are clubs and organizations that may be unique to that particular school. Diversity, academic competition, and professionalism are elements of the collegiate culture that differ for each school. However, some students have a hard time adjusting to the college culture. Many students who end up transferring begin at a small hometown institution, then transfer to a much larger university. Some of the initial shock of transfer can be contributed to the culture that differs greatly from what they have previously experienced. Sociologists have found that students who commute to school experience a different type of college culture than those who live on campus in dorms. In a sociological study done by Edward Hartshorn, it was found that students who live in the dorms tend to create closer relationships with their peers, while those who commute are more likely to have less friends at school. Today, we will be interviewing a student who had many experiences with diversity, or lack thereof, throughout her life. To maintain the privacy of our interviews, we will be using pseudonyms to identify our student guests. So I was wondering if you could explain to us your transfer pathway, like the institution you started at and the institution you're at now. Okay, so um, I'm a sophomore. Um, So I went off to school like 10 hours away from home um, as a freshman um, and did Air Force ROTC there. Um, which was kind of the reason I went to that school. They kind of just like offered to pay for it. Um, So I was like, sure, I don't know where I want to go. I don't know what I want to do. And that was just not the right thing for me. It wasn't the right school. It wasn't the right program. Um, So then I transferred from there and now I'm here um, and not doing that program anymore and got to change my major. Um, So I'm a public health major, which is really what I wanted to do. Um, A lot of schools don't have that. So um, I'm glad to be here and actually getting to do something that I like doing. Okay, that's awesome. I'm glad that you were able to find the program that you were looking for. So to start off, we're going to introduce each of our topics and then we'll go into the questions. Okay. The culture of a college or university largely determines how well a student enjoys their time there. Diversity factors such as race, ethnicity, wealth, sexuality, and disability play significant roles in how transfer students specifically are able to acclimate to the culture of their new institution. So with that, I wanted to talk about um, diversity. So I was wondering if you could explain what diversity was like in your hometown and how that was different from your first college you went to. Yeah, so um, I mean, I live in the suburbs, but I also live like in a pretty big metro area. So I grew up like in my high school, school, like 60% white, um, which obviously still very much majority. But also at the same time, like in every one of my classes, there were like tons of kids that were like from different places, like had different cultures and religions and races and ethnicities. So like just comparing my experience to my parents who grew up in like a relatively similar area, like they had like never met a person from like who wasn't from the US like when they were growing up. So like, it's just so drastically different. I just know so much more about the world um, and just about different people and like different 
um, cultures. And I really loved that. And I was really looking for that in a school. Um, my last school did kind of win some awards for diversity. They work really hard at making an inclusive environment. Um, but it's like a super homogenous school, not at all diverse. Um, it's like probably at least 80% white, if not more, um, and very upper class. And like, I grew up very middle class and like lower middle class. Um, and then like my school is more so like upper, upper and lower middle class and then also lower class. So going from that to a place that was like almost all white and majority like very wealthy upper class people, that was like culture shock. It was very different. Um, and then transferring now, I like feel more at home because this institution now is much more similar to the way I grew up. It um, much more diverse in like all different areas. So it's just I think it's a better environment for everyone. Um, I'm really glad I grew up that way, and that I'm like getting to continue to be in an environment that really celebrates diversity. That's great! Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you were able to experience like coming from a great place of diversity and now you know that that's something that you want and and appreciate so I'm glad you were able to find that kind of balancing off of that do you think being exposed to this diverse environment has broadened your worldviews I yeah I think it definitely has um for sure like from when I was younger um I remember like in one of my classes in like fourth grade we like everyone talked about the different languages they spoke. And in my classroom, there are like 10 different languages spoken, which was like really crazy because I grew up only speaking English. So I was like, whoa, all these people can speak multiple languages. Like this is crazy. And so now like I am bilingual, I speak Spanish as well. Um, and that's um, also part of my major. So that I think kind of pushed me in that direction of, oh, wow, like I see that so many other people in the world have this skill and it connects you to so many more people. Um, so I got really passionate about learning languages and about different cultures. Um, and then also like when it comes to like just different like orientations, like sexual and gender orientation um, in high school, that was, I was not as exposed to that as much. Um, definitely like was more of a thing that we learned about from like more pop culture and like no one really knew anything other than that. Um, but then like going to college, I meet people all the time who have different like sexual orientations, different gender orientations um, and just learning about like the ways that you like speak to people just like by using correct pronouns, like how everyone shares their pronouns and like their emails and stuff. That is something I've absolutely never experienced and didn't really understand um, like the importance of. So that's been really cool. And I think that just really prepares you for the world. Like just, you know, you're more able to treat people with respect when you get more used to and comfortable to the way that people's lives are different than yours. Yeah, absolutely. So kind of going off of talking about the LGBTQIA community, have you noticed that your current institution kind of instills diversity in that way of having different organizations or support programs? Is that something that you've noticed? Yeah, for sure. So like in my old school, there was like one club, like one LGBTQ club. And I um, came out like going like my senior year so kind of going like right before I went to college 
came out to like kind of everyone um, because I had a girlfriend. So it came out as lesbian, but then kind of went through a whole like still like kind of bisexual, like figuring that whole thing out. Um, and so that was really important to me going to college. Like, oh, I will go into college and not have to kind of live into these stereotypes of all these people I've known for my whole life who assume that I'm straight. And then I have to kind of break that expectation. Now I can kind of go in and be like, oh, this is who I am. And I don't really care um, what you think. So that definitely was like a big deal going into college. And my old school did not have like any support for that. Plus being a very not diverse school, um, like, I was kind of like, there just, there weren't a lot of LGBTQ students. So um, that was definitely harder there. Um, and there's definitely more discomfort with like being open. And then now at my school, there's, there are like multiple different organizations, which I think comes from it just being larger, but then also um, with it being in a more just like diverse school, more diverse area um, in the city. So and also they just work really hard um, at it, like having all of your teachers and professors and all of the staff of the school, like sharing their pronouns. Like I said, that's like, I mean, that's huge. Like there are not a lot of places like that. Um, so that, and then just having, there's like multiple organizations um, that are like support driven and then like advocacy driven um, and all of those. I definitely this year with COVID haven't really like gotten to do much with, um, but the opportunity is there. And I know a lot of people who've benefited a lot um, from that. The final thing I wanted to ask you about this question set is, so do you think all this diversity helped you acclimate to your new school? Cause that transition can be hard for some people. So do you think the ability to see the different cultures and be able to see these different organizations helped you feel more comfortable at your new institution? Yeah, for sure. Um, like I said, like my school last year was a bit of a culture shock. So like with going into freshman year and then also going into a place where it was like, I didn't really um, identify with any of the people around me. It was like all these kids just grew up differently than I did um, and kind of were just, that was a harder transition of like not really feeling like you fit in. Um, but then when you have such a diverse school at the new school, it's like everyone fits in because there are so many people who identify with all of these different groups, um, which I definitely have seen in like just my surroundings. There's just like, people who are all types of different. Um, so it just feels like more like everyone has a place and it definitely made the transition easier um, because it wasn't like there was only this one set of people that I kind of had to become friends with. It's like, oh, there's all these different options of people who are very different and like different things and have different cultures. And I kind of get to find wherever like that fits, wherever I fit best. Um, so it just is so much more freedom. Like I feel like, it makes it easier for everyone to acclimate because there is just a space for everyone. Thank you. All right, so we're gonna to transition to our next topic, which is gonna be about academic and competition culture. It's no secret that college provides a higher level of competition among students than at high school level. Students across several programs at a given institution compete against each other for grades, recommendation letters, and opportunities for getting resume building positions. How would you describe your previous institution's academic atmosphere? 
Um, I'd say it was definitely competitive. Um, the school had a quite a high average GPA and average um, ACT score and a lower acceptance rate because um, it was a smaller school. So it was a little like harder to get into, I guess, in that sense. Um, so I think it was very competitive. Um, but at the same time, since it was a much smaller school, I did feel that I knew my professors better because um, there were less students in classes um, and just less professors overall. Like I was going to have the same teachers like four times because they only teach certain things. Um, so I did feel that like kind of from a networking, gaining opportunities aspect, it was a little easier to reach out to those um, professors and things more so than it is now, um, just because it's a bigger school. Um, plus like, of course, the my whole opinion of everything is like having a virtual semester. So um, that of course plays a huge role, but there are really only a couple of my teachers that I really talked to um, this year and really feel like I could reach out to um, for like opportunities like that. I see, I see. So I know everything has been virtual and it's definitely much different than in person, but how would you, from your virtual experience, describe your current institution's academic atmosphere as compared to your previous institution? I would also call it competitive. Um, I think your only difference here is that there's larger programs or having more diverse array of programs I guess um like my old school there weren't that many major options like there weren't as many class options so like you have people being more competitive I feel like just because you were kind of all put into the same major um but here since there are so many different pathways you can go on even like my friends that we have the same like public health major we have different concentrations um and we have different secondary majors and different minors um so there's just so many more options of that I feel like that is less competition um but also I was pre-med up until like this like I dropped the pre-med aspect and I'm not doing that anymore but I was in like the freshman chemistry class and you definitely see the competition in that that is very stereotypical I was also pre-med at my old school so the competition in those like early on chemistry biology classes for those pre-med students is um, just very competitive um, be, and like rightfully so because you know these it's people who are having to work really hard a lot of times just to they're just preparing so hard for their um, next like med school whereas your students in other um, majors are kind of like leaning towards grad school, but they kind of have different options for grad schools and maybe they won't do that. Um, it's kind of more flexible. So there's a little bit less competition there, I feel like. So as from your answer, you do think that there are specific majors or programs that like promote like this competition between students. It's not always, it's more like leaning towards like, let's say STEM majors that- Right. Okay, okay, Yeah. that's good. Do you think that there are any stereotypes associated with your major currently uh, slash program that could influence this competition competition culture? Um, I feel like with like the pre-med, there is um, a lot of competition, which I don't really like fit into that anymore. But I think kind of the stereotype of like, uh, like kind of being a know-it-all or like a try hard, like, because you do have to work really hard, um, but that's just, I feel like that's a stereotype there that people kind of like 
either push away or um, just kind of like really live into. Um, but as a public health and also a Spanish major, I don't feel like there's a whole lot of stereotypes there besides like that we're constantly telling you like all the things that you're doing wrong that you should like not do based on like the statistics of like, oh, like this is how like texting and driving. That's like, like you're like most likely to die from that yet we continue to do it. So I think those kind of things are, um, that would be kind of a stereotype of like, you're very much like telling me the things I shouldn't do, which it's completely valid. So do you feel like this uh, competitive atmosphere influenced you like for what you were choosing your path? Because I know you talked about you said you aren't the competitive type of person. Did you feel like that was part of why you chose just public health instead of pre-med? Um, I, I mean, I would say there's probably an influence early on. I was like, I don't like these people. Like they're really annoying. <laughs> I don't really <laughs> want to be in classes with these people. Um, and I'm also not a competitive person. So I just didn't really fit into that. Like, um, I wasn't really willing to like compete with other people. Um, but I'd say it wasn't a very large, um, factor in my decision making, but I could see how that was an influence early on before I really figured out, oh, this isn't really what I want to do. Thank you so much. Um, so we'll move on to more of the professional culture within um, universities. So like more about the networking, um, inclusivity of organizations. Another large influence of a student's cultural experience at their college or university is the ease at which they're able to connect with other students and faculty. The ability to network around campus and to be included in campus organizations offers a large impact on the college experience. All right, and with that being said, so the first thing I wanted to ask is, do you live on or off campus? Up on campus. Okay, and I know, of course, COVID kind of does affect these things, but do you think it has been easier to make friendships by living on campus? Yes, I do. Like the only friends that I made were from my dorm because obviously it just wasn't, we weren't really going to class and organizations aren't meeting in person. So those are like the only, um, only friends that I met. So if I had not been living in the dorm, I probably would never really met anyone. <laughs> That's true. Especially in these, in these times where you can't really go out and meet new people. So it's yeah, probably worked out for the best. Definitely the worst year ever to transfer. <laughs> Probably. I feel so bad for transfer students and like incoming freshmen. I know. Yeah. People are like, I feel so bad for freshmen. And I'm like, all my friends for freshmen are not really struggling very much because there are just so many resources for freshmen. It's like, they're all in the same dorm. They like have to live on campus. They have like giant group messages of freshmen and like no one knows each other. So like they all are just kind of like, Hey, I don't know anyone. But with transfers, you have like everyone else who's your age already has established friendships so there's not just like everyone trying to meet each other it's like there's a few transfers and like there's no one really telling you what to do or introducing you to anyone so yeah oh man that sucks I hope I hope you're able to hopefully meet more people as the semester goes by (laughs) so with uh, that you kind of talked about this with your previous institution that you found it pretty easy due to this, the fact that it was a few professors and not as big of programs. So do you think it's more difficult at your current institution? And why do you think it's more difficult to network? 
Um, I just think it's more difficult to approach professors when you have larger classes. Um, I mean, like my smallest class was like 50 students. So like that was like very much like, I don't really want to um, speak up in class or to go up to this professor who has 50 students to deal with. Um, so I think that was probably the biggest thing. Um, but then also just like, not really knowing exactly what you need to do to network. Like I'm a sophomore, so I don't really know exactly. Like I don't have letters of recommendation that I need yet. And I don't really know what I'm doing for grad school. So I don't really know what I want to do with my life yet. So I'm not really um, in that networking stage yet, I guess. So do you think that your institution should institute some more resources to help students who are in a similar situation as you? And if so, what kind of resources would you suggest? Um, I think that like, I know specifically the School of Public Health actually does a very good job of um, uh, like connecting students to things like we that's kind of like it is a school of public health so some of their stuff is grad school and some of its undergrad they kind of work together which is nice because it's helping the undergrads kind of like go ahead and get know some of the things that are happening with grad school um so they just give a lot of opportunities of like oh here's these internships you can apply for here are these um volunteer things you can do here are these class options um and then they do also host like some like virtual events where you can like um ask questions to faculty and professors but it's usually more of like a presentation kind of thing and less of a you're building a relationship with this person um which is really what you need for like having letters of recommendation written for you so I feel like I don't know possibly like a not like a buddy system but like a a way that like a faculty member can act as a mentor to like a group of students in like a way that you don't have to walk up to them after class and be like, hey, mentor me. It's like this kind of thing that they're like kind of sit down and can tell you their story. Cause I always really love um, hearing my professor's stories, like the what they did to get through school, how they decided what they were doing, um, like what their career has, like where their career has taken them. And a lot of, you don't get that from a lot of professors. Um, a lot of times they kind of skip over that or you can just kind of see what their degree is. And you're like, oh, I wonder what all those letters mean. Um, so I think that that would be like really useful if you could kind of, your professor could sit there and be like, here's my story. Like, here's how I got through this. And like kind of with a smaller group of students who volunteered to kind of like get to hear that and ask them questions about how they knew what they wanted to do and what schools they went to and how they navigated through all of that. And that being said, so as a transfer student specifically, do you think that makes it more difficult to network? Um, I would say probably like in a mental aspect of like you feel less of a sense of ownership um, of the school because you're like, oh, I'm new. Um, so I think that part of that kind of blocks you, but then also just the fact that like I've only had teachers for one semester Whereas other people my age have had three semesters of professors. So I just really, I only know like five where they know like 30. So um, just knowing less people obviously makes it more difficult. Do you think that in this professional setting of networking that transfer students have the proper tools or do you think there needs to be more for specifically for transfer students? 
I don't think there needs to be specifically more for transfer students um, in that aspect. In my situation of being a transfer, I guess, like I transferred young, I'm still a sophomore, but since there are so many students who are transferring as juniors from like two-year institutions, I feel like that is much harder for them because in my situation, I still have my sophomore year of getting new professors, which um, is still less time than I would have as if, if I was a freshman. But if I had transferred in my junior year and then like have to hit the ground running with, okay, now I have to apply for professional school and I've only known professors for one semester, I think that would be very difficult. Um, so I think more so for those later on transfers, having like some type of mentorship or an easy way for them to get connected to um, people to have those networking op opportunities. Okay, and this is the last thing that I would like to ask. So from all the experiences you've had as a sophomore at your new institution, do you have any tips for people who are looking to get outside of their comfort zone and maybe network and meet new people? I would just say definitely just be brave um, and just the like whole saying of like you just need like five seconds of courage it's definitely what it is um, to just like walk just walk up to a professor and talk to them um, just ask a simple question or um, to just be like hey I would really like to learn more about like what you did in your career I'm very interested um, in kind of taking a similar path so I think definitely just those take advantage of the opportunities that are given to you um, because you do have ownership of them. Even if, if it doesn't feel like it, um, you are just as much part of the school as anyone else. So just be brave in taking all those opportunities. I love that. All right. Thank <laughs> you so much for talking with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you all. Yeah. That was great. She had so much to say. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she really did. And I really liked... The way she brought up, like, it was when you she was talking about friends, making friends, and, like, differences between being, like, a freshman and, like, a transfer student. I think that was really important because, like, yes, freshmen, like, especially for, like, virtual, like, oh, it's really hard to make friends. But everybody who's a freshman is looking, who doesn't know anybody, and they're, like, starting, they're looking for something, right? But as for transfer students, for, like, even though she's a sophomore, most of sophomores already have their friend group set in stone, like around them, like they're already got like their general friend um, friends and also like they know professors from freshman year. And these transfer students don't have the same opportunity. They're coming in, uh, they're coming in like new and also, especially with COVID, like they can't, they literally can't do anything. And I think that's so important. And it sort of ties into that professional, that networking. And I really loved how she brought up like especially for juniors like imagine having to do everything that freshmen software sophomores did all combined in one and like definitely if we were able to have those resources like especially targeting those transfer students who are maybe junior sophomores that would be I feel like that would be very helpful yeah I agree like maybe making resources so that they can meet more professors that they maybe would have had if they were freshmen that they missed out on and I really liked your idea of like a mentor mentee program for students I think that's that's a really great idea I wish that was something that I had because my program is huge and I feel like I don't know anybody so I think that's a great idea yeah I definitely agree with that like I have actually seen quite a few mentor slash mentee um, programs recently 
especially with COVID, because like, you know, like it's a great way to network, like give an opportunity for students to network. Yeah, I wish we had more of the mentee mentor programs because like my program is huge. So I feel like I don't really know any professors on like a personal level. I think especially like if there was a program targeting like these transfers, like maybe like within the transfer student organization, we could have this sort of program. Because like I know a lot of like yours might not, but like a lot of pre-med um, tracks, like I know they have a lot of like, there's this one like bridging the gap mentor, like there's a lot of them for the, the pre-med track, but like that's for all students. And, you know, like even students who aren't transfer students, like still want the opportunity because they get a lot of get a lot out of it. So we should, I feel like putting that competition between transfer students and students who've been there since freshman year is definitely a big, big gap. So I would also love to see more like focus in these programs. I agree. I did like how she really went into the diversity of her different schools and institutions. Because oftentimes some students don't even think about that. And so I, I appreciated how she discussed how it was important to her and how it made her feel more comfortable at her new school. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. Like she emphasized like how like I guess the etiquette, the proper etiquette like that we use here, like always showing our pronouns, like in our emails and just like treating other people with respect. I think that's really important. Having diversity in universities is important for students to gain new experiences and meet people from different backgrounds. It is important to expand your horizons and experience new things. Diversity can also help students feel as though they belong at their new institution and help them acclimate to their new environment. Students can find groups of people or organizations that make them feel as though they have a place at their school. Thank you for listening to New School, New You. Next week, we will be discussing identity and how your identity can change throughout your college experience. Feel free to follow and share and leave any questions you may have.